Hey, Colleen. Hey, Michelle. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. December is always this month of fun and joy and stress. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to do. So I am trying valiantly to balance all of the Christmas joy and responsibilities and stuff. You will have fun and you will like it. (laughs) I know, right? So it's just so funny because like last night, so it's a weeknight. So there's this place out in San Diego called Candy Cane Lane where all the houses on the cul-de-sac do this amazing light display. And so I was like, yes, like we're going to do it on a weeknight because we are going to beat the traffic, right? (laughs) Okay. Let me tell you how we did not. extremely American right now. Like an entire street using like probably six months worth of electricity and then everyone driving there and then... (laughs) <laughs> you driving there early to the suburban cul-de-sac. Okay, yeah. just pausing. Okay, continue. exactly. So in, in my effort to spread holiday cheer and joy, so, you know, I make everyone hot cocoa and we get in the car and it was a blast, but, you know, we left at five o'clock, so it was rush hour. So it took 45 minutes to get there and then we had to be home at bedtime because the kids still have school. So, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> it was it was still a net a net win, but it was definitely like... You envision something being one way and then you do it and you're like, oh, yeah, traffic and someone's going to spill their hot cocoa. And like, you know, it's always uh, something. Reality. Reality. Know, right? um, um, so that's December here. <laughs> How's December in Denmark? Oh, it's cold. Um, you know, I was thinking kind of like I feel like we should do kind of like a recap of the year, which I recognize might be a little bit difficult because I feel like my sense of time is still... Warped. really messed up and blurry um yeah. and so i thought <laughs> the one as <laughs> difficult as it might be that it also might be kind of helpful like if we each sort of just just try to like recap the year that was um, the year that was for each of us um and then maybe you know we should do like a follow-on afterwards that's that's kind of what we're planning for 2023 but like Maybe just today we just talk about 2022. Okay, I am on board. Let me pull up my weekly agenda, which is a Notion template I grabbed from Marie like years ago to see how... (laughs) You actually have notes for this? Yeah, girl. I got me some notes starting... Wait, wait for it. (laughs) I didn't prep. Starting January 5th, 2022. Right? That's a year ago. Oh, I this literally is gonna have be... no notes, and you have been taking, like, oh, this is gonna notes be on so your fun. life every week. Okay. All right. Because I'm not going to remember what happened, so that kind of needs your help. Okay. So right. why don't Let's we start do with you, you, since you actually have your stuff together. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and open 52 weeks of notes, but I do have, like, pretty good notes. I should have gone through it before we, this episode. Okay. In January 2022... I was working on the tech side of Hammerstone. We had not raised any money. We had our enterprise client and we had not yet launched to other clients. This is so funny. Oh my gosh. It's so funny, Michelle. Like January 10th, get the kids COVID shots. Oh my gosh. This is so weird. (laughs) I shouldn't be doing this live. I so nostalgic. So nostalgic. Okay. I'm not going to make everyone <laughs> sit here while I read my notes, but it really is interesting um, looking back at what we were, 
I guess what were the like inflection points for you in 2022 or like kind of Okay, I have a couple questions, but let's start okay, with that yeah, one. Yeah. What were, Sorry, were like I'm... the inflection points for you? So I think this is so interesting. Okay, or you can so... just just rattle off the <laughs> funny stuff that you find. Continue. Like that also works. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. This is this is gonna be super boring radio. I'm not gonna do this. Okay, in 2022, okay, it looks like the inflection points for me was mostly getting up to speed and joining and being part of the Hammerstone team. And that, I think when I started doing that, I put simple file upload on the back seat and I'm seeing early in 2022, I was tossing around the idea of doing freemium for simple file upload. And it was still very much on my brain. Like it was still very much like taking up mental energy. So I would say inflection points for me were probably launching Hammerstone refine outside of just our enterprise client. And that happened over the summer. Speaking at Rails SaaS, which was in the fall. Deciding that Simple File Upload is not going to take equal brain space as Hammerstone, which was relatively recently. I think those were probably the big ones for me. Oh, oh my gosh. And raising money. <laughs> <laughs> casually. <laughs> casually. Casually joining Tiny Seed. If I had to pick one thing that is going to be my business inflection point, it's going to be joining Tiny Seed in November. But then there was there's a, a like a lot of like smaller things in there too. But I think that's worth I think it's worth noting for I feel like your not like career arc, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but like your journey really both kicked into speed but also kind of I don't, I don't know, like finished it's it, it's kind of like early growth stage, right? Oh. Like like I feel like like if you're career and like business life is like the karate kid movie like this is like the montage scene like that yes. we're in right now like you're 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 learning all of the moves and like there's exciting music playing in the background and you've got your you know your mentors and your like your full steam ahead like you've gone through the like difficult like journey part of this I mean just thinking about the last I mean, I mean, when was it that you taught yourself to code? Like, like if you like, when was that? I when you taught yourself to code at night. Uh, 2017, 2018. Okay, so <laughs> five, four, five years. Yeah, you went from day job you didn't really like that much, and actually being a stay at home mom at that point, right? Yeah. So I was, I was yeah. staying home with the kids. Um, yeah, I was not working. So you went from stay at home mom, learning to code at night to having two SaaS businesses, one of which is funded, in four to five years. It sounds so impressive when you say it. It does. Like that. That's because it is. Like, it sounds like, holy cow, I did that? That's amazing. It is amazing. Okay, this is funny. So there's this thing. Okay, so this is a little bit of a tangent, but not really. Have you ever seen that show, American Ninja Warrior? Yes. Okay, so I don't know. Like we used to watch it years ago, and one of the one of the performers, one of the athletes, her name is Jessie Graff, and she was the first woman to complete the course, and she's a total badass. And she completes the course, and all the men when they complete the course, they're like, "Yeah!" Like they should be. They should be excited. They completed the course, but they're very like self congratulatory. And when she completes the course, she does this thing where she's like, oh, "How did that happen? Like I have no idea how that happened." So. 
I'm just sharing this example to tell you like you're you say that and my response is like how did I do that that's amazing that I did that whereas probably my response should be like hell yeah I did that I worked my ass off for that and these are the fruits of my labor absolutely yeah you did it yeah still it's so funny like I know I say this I've said this before on this podcast but Oh my gosh. It is just so, I just remember those nights learning to code. I had three little kids at home. I was so freaking tired. And what I would do is I would do the dishes and listen to the code newbie podcast to get myself like awake and pumped up to go spend two hours, three hours, however long I could stay awake trying to learn to code. And at that point in time in my life, which again was only five years ago, it seemed like this impossible dream. Like it seemed like like the, this whole concept. Remember, this was before COVID. I, my military spouse, none of the women um, I know, no one I knew at the time had a remote flexible job. Like literally, no one. So it just seemed like this like impossible dream, of uh, this thing that it felt so far away. And it's just cool to have come so far. Is where I'm going with that. And I think for you, like you know, ever since I've known you, you've also had this. You're being really driven by the idea that stay-at-home moms, especially military spouses, are capable of so much more than just selling leggings. Um, (laughs) Amen. Because because that life does make it difficult to have like a quote-unquote like regular job because you have to move and there are so many demands um, on you, so many you know deployments and everything else, and. And you've done a lot of, you know, mentoring of other women in that space. But I, I don't know, you know, you know, hearing you react to me saying that as you being like, oh, my gosh, I guess I guess I did that. Like, I think you not only could do more to inspire other people to do the same, but you also kind of you, you, you have to like you have a yeah. responsibility to at this point. And I think you have a strong enough story as well that. You know, I mean, you know, granted, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're still like busy karateing and focusing how to, you know, earn the black belt, right? It's been a really long time since I've seen Karate Kids, so just, just don't take any <laughs> of these metaphors, like just that they're all bad. Um, I mean, and this is this is the burden that we carry, right? As people who are atypical founders yeah. and sort of anyone carries who's atypical in any space is to be the example for the other atypical people and like that's puts additional work on us right but um uh I don't know yeah I I, I feel like you need to do a, a little more talking about that to show other people that they can achieve that as well yeah I think that that is something in my future but that is not something for me right now yeah, I think totally there will fair. be there will be ample time. But yeah, that that is not what I want to do right now. But I agree with you. Like I do have a compelling story. And sometimes when you're in your own story, you forget. Like you, if you don't take a step back, you're like, oh, wait, hold on. I yeah. I changed my life and you can, too. Like there are there are other ways. Um, and honestly, I, I think I have, may have said this to you privately or publicly, but I feel like that's going to be my, so I, I'm in the middle of a great adventure right now with Hammerstone in this business, and I'm going to complete this story arc. And I don't know how long that'll take, five years, 10 years, 15 years, but I feel like this, what you just talked about, that's going to be my 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 swan song. Like my final story arc is going to be professionally, is, is going to be something, whether it's speaking more at military events or traveling, you know, it's going to be something in that space to be like, you can you can change your life. Like you, you can, it's really freaking hard. 
And it's definitely a delayed gratification thing, but it is entirely possible. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I'm not saying that you should do it right now, but it's, I'm, I'm saying, I guess it's something you could do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, like you are qualified to, oh, like, yeah. in case you needed to hear somebody say that. Like It is right? a little funny. We were asked to fill out just some like basic, um, facts for like a tiny seed interview and the last question was like is there any human interest story here and I was like oh I have a human interest I'm on the phone with Aaron I'm like I got this Aaron I have the human interest story I got you boo <laughs> um so yeah I, and I, I appreciate you saying that Michelle because I think sometimes we move the goalpost on ourselves right like we all do all people who are successful like constantly move the goalposts that's how we are successful and so I think it's really valuable to look back and see where you have how far you have come and and that's how you gain confidence right like little wins over compounding over time is how you gain confidence yeah is there anything else you want to add for what happened in in 2022 anything else no I feel like it was a great year for me so yeah. No, I don't. I have nothing else. All right. So my 2022, which I... Which do you don't have, have copious notes on. <laughs> Why don't you have a weekly more. notion? Come on, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel I, you know, I guess I did have some big things happen this year. Um, I mean, the most, you know, the most recent one was I finally finished with Danish Language School, which has been... Congratulations. A huge like time stress on me because you know that's been two days a week you know 15 hours a week of doing that for the past year and a half and it's just I mean you know it's is I'm lucky to have had a good teacher and nice classmates but I, I actually I realized I was I was starting to get the Sunday scaries like and I had never you know experienced those you know like people like yep. who have office jobs like dreading them on Sundays like me been there. I actually <laughs> realized I was having that on Sunday and I didn't even have to go on Monday uh, yeah. like that I was done I was like why do I feel this like sense of like impending doom and dread right now and that I haven't done enough this weekend and that I'm like I'm like dreading how exhausted I'm gonna be tomorrow but it's not even gonna happen it's like oh my god. Uh, my body is just conditioned to like dread the stress at this point. And I mean, so that was, that was a major, major, major stressor on me. And I have finally quote unquote, like graduated, uh, past my finals. So that's done. Cause that's, that's, I realize that's basically been like having a part-time job the past year and a half. Yeah. So, so that has been, that has been just, that has been tough. Actually, it's just sort of a sidetrack. Like so I was I started in in business school in January of 2017. Okay. Uh which is before I went full time. Uh it's actually it's actually kind of funny. So I had for, you know, for a long time I had wanted to get an MBA just because I find the, the I I knew I would find the education itself just edifying and interesting and like just genuinely really enjoy doing cases and whatnot. And I was also like, you know what? I love my job, but if something ever happens, you know, you never know if there's like layoffs or whatever. If I need to go get a job at a name brand tech company, an MBA is basically required yeah. um, as a for a product manager job. And I was like, this just feels like good professional insurance to get right. one. And I would enjoy it anyway. And so I started that in January of 2017. And then I ended up leaving my job in October of 2017, <laughs> which I had not uh, previously foreseen. 
And so, so, so then I, I finished business school in May of 2020. Okay. So, so then I wasn't in school May of 2020 through, I started Danish language school August of 21. So basically for the majority of the past five years, I have been in school, <laughs> um, except for this like little basically one year period where I wasn't, which, you know, I don't know if you remember 2020 to 2021, it was this really calm, uneventful <laughs> period um, where, you know, amongst, you know, the height of the pandemic and lockdowns and I, I like I also moved to another country, like, so it was a very calm time. <laughs> I... And I was just thinking about this, like I have not had my full brain capacity to work on Geocodeo, like except for like, you know, a month or two of like summer breaks or whatnot, like since I've been full time on it. Like I have never been uh, like, like, and you know, if I I feel like I can't really count that, like that 2020, 21 period, like doesn't really feel like it counts. Like, because there was just so much chaos, like at that point. And... I mean, I actually that that was when I wrote the book. Come to think of it, was spring of twenty twenty because there's no way I would have gotten, I would have had the, like, just think about the amount of creative energy that I put into that. I did not. I, I've not had any of that. Like the reason why I launched the book on Product Hunt at the end of August in twenty twenty one was because I I know I knew I was starting language school that following Monday, and I was like, okay, this is the last day. This is like it. I have to do it today, otherwise I'm not going to have time. And like you know, narrator. She would not have had time. Um, <laughs> and so so I have that done. So so and that just happened last week, and that's good. So I'm excited to have, yeah, some 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 creative time back. And I mean, the I think a, a big highlight was that I got to go speak at conferences and I was paid to speak at some of those. And that had been like, you know, something I had thought about for a long time. It's like, wow, it would be like super cool to like get paid to go talk about things I love talking about with people who are interested in those things. Like that sounds amazing. Um, And so I got to do that this year. Like I spoke at several conferences and met a lot of awesome people and went to some really cool places. And so that was great. But yeah, I'm still, I'm exhausted, honestly. Like I look back and like, even though I'm, you know, I, I think you know, to what you said about successful people always moving the goalposts on themselves, right? And I wonder if a certain amount of that is like, you know, you'll feel successful when you get to a certain point or like people often talk about the sense of like, oh, I will feel happy when like this happens, right? I think I have been telling myself for so long that I won't feel stressed anymore when language school is over. Yes. And then that didn't happen. And then I like continue to feel exhausted. Now, granted, we have all of this holiday joy going on right now. <laughs> um, so... I don't know how much of it is that or it's just like I feel like after the height of the pandemic and stuff like the fact that we could go back to working normally I don't know if you feel this way that like it created so much pressure on that it was like I feel even more pressure to be like oh my god make the most of this time because you don't know when schools are gonna close again ah! right. like you yeah. know and I think I'm just I'm just like tired and I'm tired of being stressed out yeah. and I just want my life to be as boring as it was in 2019. Deeply. Yeah. Deeply. Deeply. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like I just quit my part-time job that was a, you know, energy vampire. But you don't feel the relief from that yet? A little bit, but not really. But maybe that's just because it's the holidays, right? 
I, I don't know. I think I felt so mentally under stress for a long time. So the thing is, like, you know, in order to stay on track for immigration reasons, like, I'm required to be working full time, which I remember. Yeah. You know, so I mean, in Denmark, that's 37 hours. And like, as an entrepreneur, it's like, you want me to only work 37 hours a week? That's cute. Um, <laughs> you know, right? But like, it meant that like, it was, you know, I mean, Tuesday through Thursday had so much pressure on them. And I was yeah. basically working like eight to six most days. And then also working at night and then finding hours where I could on Mondays and Fridays and weekends. Technically, I could have, you know, hired someone to like take over a bunch of stuff. Like I could have decided I'm not doing anything administrative. Like I'm just hiring somebody to do all of that. And like I could have decided, okay, if I've only got, you know, full days, Tuesday through Thursday, I'm only going to work Tuesdays through Thursdays. And like I'm only going to work, you know, I don't know, 20, 25 hours a week. Yeah. But I legally couldn't even though I could have paid for it. And I think that just created this like level of like stress and feeling trapped in the stress that I had no way out of it that like just made it all so much worse. So I think I I, I need some time to like, yeah, realize that I'm not under that anymore. Yeah. For Um, your body to cut. It's like adrenaline, right? It's like, you got to let all that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like my body doesn't think it's over yet. Yeah. Um, So, so that was kind of 2022 for me. Um, wow. But there was but there was great stuff in that. Right. Like I got to yeah. go to all those conferences and it was so much fun. I mean, just just, yeah, getting to be in a room with people who are excited about the things you're excited about. I mean, to me, there is just nothing better than that. Right. Like and getting to meet all these people that I talk to on the Internet all the time. Um, that was super awesome. So it was it was it was a good year, but definitely I think. Uh, I don't know. Stressful. Yeah, somewhere between kind of, yeah, kind of, kind of underwater the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That this seems is, this is a downer. <laughs> no, this isn't a downer. You know what? I am feeling okay. So this is interesting. You bring this up because I would maybe characterize your year the same. And I understand there was only so much you could do about language school, right? You can't just wave off. Oh, wave off is a navy term. Sorry, that means you can't just say no. I won't do it. Um, You can't just wave off language school because you have to do it to get your citizenship. Side note. Okay. So I saw you had a Twitter thread about why does everyone in America think that when you marry someone from a foreign country, you just automatically get citizenship? Oh, this Um, was this was related to a Laura Roeder thing because she she was on Brian Castle's podcast talking about this. So I am. And then someone else was like, I don't know why people think that. I totally thought that. So I just seriously, wanna, yeah. Because think about why you okay. If you're born, that would be amazing. That would totally make sense. But no, I mean, it seems logical because if you're born in another country, you automatically get citizenship in that country. So I no, guess, you don't. That's only the U.S. That's only like the U.S., Canada, Australia, like maybe the U.K. Oh, I see. Like, I didn't know that. That's an unusual thing of birthright citizenship based on where you're born. Oh, okay. Well, I thought like that it's was actually the same. a huge problem in. Other a lot of a lot of other countries that there's people born in countries and they're not citizens of them and it's like a whole. See, I didn't like, I didn't know any of this problem this for those people new. who don't speak another language and then like yeah, um yeah no but I, even for Matthias in the U S like I mean it was there was still definitely a process to go through it was yeah. more it was faster to get to permanent residence yeah for him as being married to an American yeah still a lot of hoops to jump through still really expensive um still living under a lot of rules i would argue that the danish rules are stricter yeah um, seems that way. and it seems like the european 
courts agree with me on that one as well. But um, there's no, it's absolutely not automatic. I mean, it might be in some countries. That would be amazing. Um, but but no, we, we have to go through immigration so, systems just to be able to like live together. Like, see, I didn't hear that episode with Laura Roeder on, she was on which, which pod? Bootstrap Web? Brian Castle's podcast. Um, I didn't hear it. But yeah, it was just funny because all these people were like jumping into the mentions like or the replies like, why would anyone think that? And I was like, oh, I totally thought that. I like think a lot I, of people think that. Like, I mean, based on TV and what we know about birthright citizenship in the U.S. and not knowing. I went to public schools. We didn't have like cool international people. We had, like, I also went to public school. <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's not like I was like, I just as as a younger person, I wasn't exposed to like people from other countries. So it's just not something I ever I just assumed. Anyway, so side note, now yeah. I know all about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it gets, yeah. But I think just, that yeah. going back to like you, I think it's good for people who listen to this podcast and our friends to know that from, I mean, Michelle, from the outside, like you, you have succeeded in all measures that one measures success against. So I think it's always good to for people to hear and and realize that everyone struggles and stress is a thing that impacts everyone you can't just you can't like four hour work week your way out of it you know what I mean yeah I think you know I and I've seen other people talk about this which is basically the whole like money doesn't buy you happiness thing which is that you know sure it it, it buys things that can reduce do things that make you unhappy, right? Like, you know, sure. US access it, it to health care yeah. or like, right, you know, like like it, it, therapy, right? Like it helps a house cleaner, but like it doesn't it doesn't solve it. And I was I was talking to some folks a, uh, a couple of months ago and they were like, wow, like, you know, you've got this company this is amazing. You know, you have your book like like, are you happy? And I was like, no. <laughs> like, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, let me tell you about my life. Um, and, you know, it's not to say that I, um, you know, there. it's hard to talk about, right? Because I have a lot to be grateful for. I, I have a lot that I am grateful for. But I really bristle at the perception that, like, you know, my life or, or or quite frankly anyone else that somebody would look up to or like like that their life is somehow perfect or stress-free or worry-free or like I, I I think there's um I just I just I just push back on that and I think it's also important to be like hey like you know uh the people um you think have it all sorted out like they often don't like they're just human beings just like you right and some of them will pretend they're not right um I tr very much try not to be one of those people I think that's good and I think it's it can be inspiring like to just for everyone to just be a little more honest right and I think that's you know something we try to do well but like just be it's life right we're all just doing the best we can and and trying to pursue our dreams yeah, I think that's, I mean, pursuing the dreams is kind of something that I was sort of thinking about as we were going into recording this is like, I actually like if I look back on, if I look, you know, we looked back in the last five years for you, right? This started out as a 2022 reflection, but we're going to <laughs> We're going all in. <laughs> it's just all of it. You know, like, I mean, you went in five years, you went from stay at home mom, taught herself how to code, now runs two SaaS businesses, one of which is funded. Amazing. In five years, like I... For 
a long time had a dream of graduating from business school. I did that. Yeah. I basically my whole life, I knew that there was a book in me somewhere, which kind of makes it sound like it was like this pair of shoes I really liked that I lost somewhere in the closet and that's like I knew they were there <laughs> but I didn't know where if that no like it like a little more nebulous than that but like I knew I knew I would write a book or I had the potential to write a book at some point in my life but I had no idea what it was was about or anything yeah um and then that, that ended up kind of spontaneously happening um and yeah, I mean, and, and I'm getting closer to, you know, the, I don't know if it's a dream to, per se, but, you know, being the, uh, I, 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 uh, I do hold back the family, being the only one with one passport. So, um, you know, I'm making progress on that. Right. And so, I mean, there's, there's, and of course, you know, the, the, like the company sustains us full time, right? right. Like, and I couldn't say that in, in like beginning of 2019, like that was, like, it was a side project. Like, granted, it was a really successful one. Like it was, I don't know, I think we were at. Oh, I don't actually know, but probably somewhere between like 20, 30 MRR at that point. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, no, maybe it was probably, yeah, probably about that point. But it was still a side project. Yeah. Um, I think I still had student loans at that point. So running a company full time, it sustains the both of us. Like, and actually we have an employee now too. So, I mean, so, so that's like, that's kind of, that's kind of awesome, like, looking back on that. Yeah, it's certainly awesome. Um, it's exceptionally awesome. Oh, and I give talks, and, like, people want to hear them. Yeah. And, like, I actually get invited rather than all of my proposals getting rejected, which is <laughs> what happened. Uh, you know, like, some occasionally they were accepted, but pretty much, like, there, there is a big pile of, like, rejected proposals. So, yeah. I feel like that's a very honest, accurate reflection and I'm so happy you're done with language school it's gonna be good yeah yeah I need to I think I think it'll sink in like after the holidays because I'm I'm now at this point where I'm used to being on break at this point in the year you know from mm-hmm. from school and so then it'll be like January and like I don't like like I think once the end of January passes and I haven't had to buy notebooks that I'm gonna be like wait a minute um so oh yeah right right yeah. Right, because that's when like that'll be the moment. You know, sure, middle, end of September. I think January. for you, so, and I, I know this isn't the what are we gonna do next year episode, but I think you're gonna have to really struggle not to sign up for something else. Like I feel like you're gonna be. Like, no, I am so done. Like I am so sure? done with education. Like I am. I feel like we're gonna I was come very back. done when I graduated from business school. Like. I mean, yeah. just finishing it on Zoom was miserable. Yeah. Um, I was very done. And then I was, I had to go back into school again. And I, like, I have been not burned out in general, but extremely burned out on the concept of school for months and months and months now. Yeah. Um, and I think it just, you know, it takes time to, like, get over that. Yeah, I think it does, too. Um, But no, I am, I am done with the concept of education at this point okay <laughs> i don't need a phd and if i if i ever say to you i'm like i'm thinking about say, it just can you just fly here and just words. slap me in the face and then get back on the plane like oh <laughs> uh, yeah no no more done i like it Slut. Well, that was 2022 and also the last five years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
Huge thanks to all of our listeners who've become software socialites and support our show. Chris from Chipper CI, the daringly handsome Kevin Griffin, and Mike from Gently Used Domains, who has a nice personality, Dave from Recut, Max of Online or Not, Stefan from Talk to Stefan, Brendan Andrade of Brightbits, Team Tuple, Alex Hillman from the Tiny MBA, Rami from Hovercode and Rocket Gems, Jane and Benedict from UserList, Kendall Morgan, Ruben Gomez of Signwell, Corey Haynes of Swipewell, Mike Wade of Crowd Sentry, Nate Ritter of Roomsteals, Anna Mast of SubscribeSense, Jeff Roberts from Outseta, Justin Jackson, MegaMaker, Jack Ellis and Paul Jarvis from Fathom Analytics, Matthew from Appointment Reminder, Andrew Culver at Bullet Train, John Coster, Alex of Corso Systems, Richard from Stunning, Josh the Annoyingly Pragmatic Founder, Ben from ConsentKit, John from Credo and Editor Ninja, Cam Sloan, Michael Copper of Nusi Proposals, Chris from URL Box, Callie of Toslet, Greg Park from Trait Lab, Adam from Rails Autoscale, Lana and Alex from Recapsi, Joe Mazzalotti of RailsDevs.com, Proud Mama from Applenet LLC, Anna from Cradle, Monsef from Ruby on Mac, Steve of Be Inclusive, Simon Bennett of Snapshooter Backups, Josh Smith of Keyhero.io, Jesper Christensen of Form Backend, Matthew of Works Cited, Chris of JetBoost.io, Daryl Shannon of Docomatic, Larabels, a community for Larabelle developers underrepresented due to their gender, Brendan from Feederloop, Pascal from Sharpen.page, Lynn Romick from Convini, Arvid Call, James Sowers from Castaway.fm, Jessica Malnick, Damian Moore of Audio Audit Podcast Checker, Eldon from Nodal Studios, Mitchell Davis from RecruitKit. Huge thanks to all of our listeners who've become software socialites and support our show. Chris from Chipper CI, the daringly handsome Kevin Griffin, and Mike from Gently Used Domains, who has a nice personality, Dave from Recut, Max of Online or Not, Stefan from Talk to Stefan, Brendan Andrade of Brightbits, Team Tuple, Alex Hillman from the Tiny MBA, Rami from Hovercode and Rocket Gems, Jane and Benedict from UserList, Kendall Morgan, Ruben Gomez of Signwell, Corey Haynes of Swipewell, Mike Wade of Crowd Sentry, Nate Ritter of Roomsteals, Anna Mast of SubscribeSense, Jeff Roberts from Outseta, Justin Jackson, MegaMaker, Jack Ellis and Paul Jarvis from Fathom Analytics, Matthew from Appointment Reminder, Andrew Culver at Bullet Train, John Coster, Alex of Corso Systems, Richard from Stunning, Josh the Annoyingly Pragmatic Founder, Ben from ConsentKit, John from Credo and Editor Ninja, Cam Sloan, Michael Copper of Nusi Proposals, Chris from URL Box, Callie of Toslet, Greg Park from Trait Lab, Adam from Rails Autoscale, Lana and Alex from Recapsi, Joe Mazzalotti of RailsDevs.com, Proud Mama from Applenet LLC, Anna from Cradle, Monsef from Ruby on Mac, Steve of Be Inclusive, Simon Bennett of Snapshooter Backups, Josh Smith of Keyhero.io, Jesper Christensen of Form Backend, Matthew of Works Cited, Chris of JetBoost.io, Daryl Shannon of Docomatic, Larabels, a community for Larabelle developers underrepresented due to their gender, Brendan from Feederloop, Pascal from Sharpen.page, Lynn Romick from Convini, Arvid Call, James Sowers from Castaway.fm, Jessica Malnick, Damian Moore of Audio Audit Podcast Checker, Eldon from Nodal Studios, Mitchell Davis from RecruitKit.